Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best type of fondue. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. I told you, this is the weird part, right? It's not weird. It's I would have looked it's at cool. you. It's because yeah. he makes unbroken eye contact frequently. He'll be like, okay, let me just do the beginning. It's I forgot to do shape. it. Best fun, dude. Voices in him won't believe. They're all awesome. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you to Mary Rawl for... Oh, we've already started. Topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're man. Uh, we're bringing it over here. We're right in it. Jesus, oh. Mark. We're here to talk about hot... We're here to go to the melting pot. I didn't realize that we were yeah. just we were just going to uh, begin from there. But we're back uh, with another episode with our dear friend, Eric Edelstein. That's Thank true. you, friends. Thank uh, you. Thanks for coming and being on the show again, brother. Yay. This is very exciting. We're talking fondue. We're talking yeah. fondue today. So you heat up some stuff in a pot, you dip some other things in it, or let it sit in there to cook, and then you eat it. Yeah. Uh. You, do you know the melting pot is like it almost doesn't exist anymore? Like it's it's almost gone. The melting pot was my prom night uh, restaurant. Really? I went yeah, there we, a junior prom yeah. too. It's a perfect restaurant. What? For, it's, I hadn't thought of this in years. It's a perfect restaurant for a bunch of high schoolers because like it takes a long time. You do mm-hmm. something communally. We did it as a double date. Uh, yeah. Me and my date and my uh, best buddy and his date. Uh, all four of us were super close friends, hmm. so we all sat and had fondue before uh, before the prom, and it was lovely. Wow. I think my date went to the restroom, and then I just started eating spoonfuls of fondue. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was eating really politely in front of her, and then I just tor- uh, which, torqued some cheese. Which course? Yeah. The cheese? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the one. Is it? Is well, we'll determine. We'll determine. Now yeah. it's determined. you really do when you do an episode on the show. You come in hot with a with an answer. But then but hilarious can, at the end, I'll have a different answer. I yeah, can be we'll, swayed. Yeah, we're gonna swim. We need what, more. It, we need more Americans like me that can be swayed. That's right. That's right. That, that's that, that are like simple and can be swayed by the you, end. You're modeling good behavior. <laughs> I'm modeling good behavior for, for simpletons. Watch that, and learn, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, what's your experience with uh, fondue? That was, oh, I think, only my maybe first or second time having it was that. Yeah, Hal, like have that. you ever had a fondant? <laughs> I know every time. I've this bought, was fun. I, don't mind if I. I'm, I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll see, see myself. I, you, you, you can have my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to burn the walls real quick. I just need, yeah. to, I just need to burn the burn the pun walls just real quick. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I feel like I didn't go to one until Jennifer and I started dating. Oh yeah, I, I don't think I'd been to. To a melting pot. Melting pot is of kind them. of the official fondue restaurant it's of the United States. Official fondue restaurant. But then because after that, I was like, let's register for fondue set because mm-hmm. we love fondue. Oh, wow. And then we got one and the number of times we used it was zero and it's gone. Dude, back in, uh, when, when Jen Kane and I were dating yes. years ago, we had a fondue pot at home and we used it frequently. Did you really? Oh yeah. And it was glorious because Trader Joe's had like a specific fondue cheese thing that they would sell and then we would cut up the little bits of meat and do the hot oil and like we we would make fondue at home all the time like you had your little different colored forks yep they go in the little pot oh yeah so you know which is we were it like a weird amount of fondue happened at our home wow yeah 
Um, I know. I feel like the three courses at the at, at a melting pot or any fondue restaurant are kind mm-hmm. of the three things we're talking about here. I, there are four that we're talking there, about. Wait, hold on. Let What's me see the three, yeah. and then you're going to tell me what the fourth is. Yeah. Well, there's the cheese. Mm-hmm. There's the – like a broth, broth slash oil that you cook the – Well, that's two of them. Oh, there's broth, then oil, and uh, then chocolate. You're, yeah, but you'll, you'll have it as a three-course meal – at a place like the Melting Pot, you'll have it as a three-course meal. You do sure. a cheese fondue course, then you'll do a meat fondue course, and that's either uh, broth or uh, hot oil. Why would you want it to be oil, but there's no taste? Well, it's because it's – I mean, that's would you rather have boiled meat or fried meat? <laughs> oh, so there's not really a fondue in that course. It's more of like a broth. No, it is fondue. Here, I'll give you the quick, I'll give you the quick rundown of fondues. Run it down. Please. Uh, here are the four types. Yes. The cheese fondue that we know, uh, began in 18th century, oh, okay. 18th century I'll Switzerland. Stop. You actually have the facts. Yeah. Sorry. Please don't stop. Uh, 18th century Switzerland yes. during cold winter months as a way to preserve food. Because what they were making there was a lot of bread and a lot of cheese. And in the winter months, they, it was not, they weren't able to do it. Like they didn't have the demand for it. They, it was just, they had this surplus of bread and cheese. So they would take stale bread and the way to eat cheese, if it's not going to last for a very long time is to cook it. So they would melt down cheese with alcohol, with brandy or wine, mm-hmm. and they would dip to soften the stale bread. They would dip it in the fondue cheese. So that is the origin of fondue as we know it, that style of fondue. Do we have a name of the guy that invented it? No, just 17. Like Chip him. Fondue. Chip, Chip Fondue Jr. Yeah, Chip Fondue yeah. Jr. Fighting like hell to get out of his dad's shadow. Yeah. ended up doing it. Yeah. Uh, Drank a ton. His dad was yeah. in textiles and <laughs> no, they had a really no, rough relationship. Horrible, horrible. He Drank. was like, I don't want any of your food stuff, Junior. And he would say Junior in that condescending oh, way. Totally like, like reminding you, you don't even have your own name. You're no, basically you're, just. You're my scrap. Yeah, you're a copy of a copy. Junior. Get oh, out shout out to any of our friends and or people of the world that are named Junior. Hey, they we didn't have the Chip as a dad. Condescending. No, yeah. they had a good dad that named it as a tribute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This guy is just like, ugh, yeah. you don't even deserve a name. You're just going to be no. a junior. Uh, uh, the name Fondue comes from not Chip Fondue, but uh, Chet Fondue. Chet Fondue. Brother Chet who's Fondue. Fondue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who got a lot of the credit. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like. Trying to do the History Channel with Statler and Waldorf. (laughs) Uh, It actually comes from the French word fondre, which means to melt. And it was called that the fondue wasn't exactly the dish. The fondue was the process, much like going to a barbecue. You would go to a fondue, like you would go to a melt. Mm -hmm. And it was a family sitting around the hearth with this big pot. And that was the fondue was like, we're having a melt tonight. Singing Uh, doo-wop music. Yeah. They put bread and cheese. Exactly. Um, (laughs) So that is the Swiss origin of the cheese fondue course. Sure. Uh, next is the meat fondue course, which is actually older, originated in Burgundy in France in the Middle Ages. Uh, vineyard workers who would be out in the field all day wouldn't have time to come back in and have a meal. So they started keeping a pot of hot oil next to where they were working and they would have meat and they would just take the meat, drop it in the hot oil. And that was how they ate during the day when they were out working the fields in the vineyards. Right. Which is why it is called fondue bourguignon. Uh, is the 
oil meat fondue. And what would they put in there with the oil? Like burgundy wine or that? I don't know. I just, it was, I just know that it was the oil that they would, they would cook meat in the broth based fondue, which is now at a place like the melting pot is that's your choices. Yeah. That comes from China. It's called fondue court bouillon. A man from Switzerland was visiting China and uh, was served this dish that was similar to fondue where he would dunk, uh, he would dunk, meat into broth instead of oil like they would do in France but he would uh dunk meat into broth and do the same thing and he took that with him back to Switzerland and said hey guys we're doing this cheese thing did you know there's also a meat thing we can do with it so that was the origin of the broth fondue mm. that happened and can you guess where chocolate fondue was invented at a Jewish wedding Texas <laughs> you know what I, I'll give it to you. You can go broader than that. It is a very American invention. Sure. Just melt that, heat that chocolate up, put it in a tower, have it cascade down. Oh, then yeah. Dunk a strawberry and a stick on it. Or just dip it in a hot pot. I mean, yeah, either way. The fountain just, is the best part. Or just part. tilt your head sideways. Yeah. Aim your mouth underneath the fondue and go to town, Augustus Gloop. Or just be, you know, be respectful. Take a piece of paper, make a funnel out of it, and then oh, have that yeah. pour right into your mouth. There we go. There we go. Yeah, but the paper won't last long. Foil. Use aluminum foil. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Or a, a wax paper. Oh, that's true. And it won't stick. Yeah. That's smart. Right? It'll peel right off. So yeah. those are our four different versions of fondue. Sure. That we're talking about. Which do you prefer? You've been to more than once to a fondue I've never restaurant. done the, the broth or the meat one. Oh, you've never done the meat. Never, you've never ever? done. The, you've only done the cheese fondue. Yeah, I've done cheese and like and chocolate, chocolate at a wedding. And then I think maybe melting pot years and years ago. But is, is mm-hmm. the meat actually in the fondue? Yeah, the you broth? put it in there and let it cook. They bring you raw meat. Uh, you put it in there okay. or shrimp. Okay, like, and it cooks in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have done this. And then you, yeah, I have done and yeah. you eat it. And it's good. I like a broth for that. Like the, I get the oil, just cooks it. But I like that the broth gives it a little flavor. Uh, that's the, that's two. the thing. Out of those two, I I I mean, it's tough though because like. Boiled meat does not, to me, t- it doesn't get that little bit of crispy to it. Like, it'll have more flavor. I feel like the flavors that are added to the broth are used to make up for the fact that it's not oil in that regard. You know it's what I mean? It's really like a hot pot in, in a way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. where, I'll tell you, as far as boiled meat goes, that can be as good as it gets. That's if true. If you do a true Korean hot pot and the stuff in there, mm-hmm. it can be pretty amazing. I have to go with cheese. Mm-hmm. Fondue. Is absolutely it. As your starting point. I grew up with it. We would go to this place in Vancouver, Washington called Edelweiss. It was a German restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it was, I just fell in love with it. And it was, yeah. I think, that little bit of wine. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Uh, it's a lot of, I, I know it, melting pot, and I don't know if this is traditional. Or originally, 18th century, it was wine. Uh, but it's called Kirschwasser Brandy is what they use. I guess it like a prop. I don't know if that's a proper fondue thing, but brandy is a thing that, and it does. It gives it that sort of sweetness and the uh, aromatic. Was the Edelweiss just a Swiss themed restaurant, or it was, was it a German restaurant? Or German guy there playing accordion, and my dad played accordion, and their accordion player would come over and jam. And wow. then your dad would show up with his accordion, or he would like have a second accordion with him. Or the guy would come over and play accordion with my dad. So it's like then, Edelweiss came home. Yeah, the Edelweiss yeah. came home, and my dad would jam with this guy. Did he bring food? Finite, did he bring fondue? Yeah. No. Oh, he would come back home to your home and jam? To the you? house. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant he would have... come to the table and no. like jam well, with you. he would you. do that too. He was that good. But like, 
And it was, I don't think it's there anymore. It, was, it wasn't It was a chain. It was one restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they had another chain in Portland across the river. But this place had the best fondue. And I feel like I've sought it out the rest of my life and never been able to quite find it. Is that restaurant still there? No. Uh, I was going to say, when you go back, you no. can just go. But yeah. To me, no. there, there's something weird, unless it's like a family or family member or friend, of going to like a place like Edelweiss and the guy with the... Cordy's going around, you look at him and go like, he knows what my coffee table looks like. Oh, yeah. No, it's totally weird. <laughs> he's probably he's probably gone number two at my house. Oh, for you're up playing the accordion and my mom's bringing snacks? For sure he went number two. Oh. Are your mom's snacks particularly... Um, they're not uh, finding, the, yeah. you know? They're, they're, she tried. They, 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 they're Five the love. liquid plumber of, yeah. uh, of Wait, snacks. What kind of best s- she could. What kind of snacks? Marianne, we love you. Yeah, they would do these things called groundhog balls that they would do for the groundhog day party that was like bisquick <laughs> and meat. It was pretty good. <laughs> bisquick. Hold on. These groundhog balls sound amazing. You Name aside. Groundhog balls. Just yeah. bisquick Name and meat. Name aside, that's like the best part. Right? Oh, I mean, yeah. the rest of it the, sounds The best good. indicator I can do from what my mom's cooking really was was the first week I went away to school. Mm-hmm. And that's where you kind of learn things that maybe seem very normal to me are not normal to others. Uh-oh. Maybe I've been raised in a way that's perhaps <laughs> different. Was I came <laughs> out during make? breakfast and I walked out and I was just enjoying my breakfast in front of my roommates and like, what's that? Like my breakfast. No, that my breakfast was portable. Like, yeah, but what is that? It's breakfast. What is it? It's a banana dog. It's a I'm banana sorry. dog. Like it's a banana dog. It's a hot dog bun you slather with peanut butter and then you put a banana inside. And that how have I never had stop. a banana, banana dog? Marianne Edelstein. Marianne yeah. Edelstein. Did banana she to- she toast the the bun? Probably not. It was usually we were late getting out the door. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. You would be late to school? Believe it or not. Yeah. There were a lot of running with banana dogs to a bus that was driving away. Yeah. Maybe it's some kind of root cause even. Who knows? Uh, and then she was like, oh, I made you a banana dog and now I have to drive you to school. Yeah. So you eat a banana dog in the front seat and everything's okay. <laughs> What, yeah. Was there another food thing that was also the people – did you have a bunch of them or was that the main one? She had one? a few. And then one year I remember she tried to bake – she did a Halloween casserole that was inside a pumpkin, and she somehow thought you baked the pumpkin. Oh, no. So it looked horrible, and she pulled it out of the oven, and the thing just exploded. <laughs> and I felt horrible because we, we wouldn't eat it, and my dad like went and got the keys to the car to get Burgerville. And oh, she's sitting there with a clean pumpkin uh, off the floor. Oh, yeah, I feel bad now. By the time wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm not eating it. <laughs> yeah. Did you have home fondue or was it, was that like an event? Was it like every Sunday we go to Edelweiss? It was at least once every couple months and it was a huge, massive thing. Right. And like, you know, the fondue was the centerpiece. It was my favorite part of all of it. Yeah. I will say something about home fondue. You mentioned home fondue. Home fondue. Home cheese fondue is a heck of a lot easier than the home meat fondue. That's just a pain to try to do. Because you have to cube. The hot oil, you have to cube all, you know what I mean? Like, you just tear up some bread, you put the cheese in, you melt it thing. down. Get, you know, like if you're getting meat from the butcher, they'll cube it for you. Don't well, I'm not getting – what, what am I, a fancy pants? I don't go to the butcher and get my they're, meat. At, they're everywhere. Go to like the cheapest grocery store there's a butcher there. Yeah, but I don't want to stand in line and do all I'm that. Not, I just I'm not the, telling you to go to like – to go to like the south of France to a special <laughs> – slaughter the – By the way, but that's uh, what – when you say go to the butcher, that's what I hear. I'm like, oh, are you one of these guys that like, well, I go to the bakery to get the bread and I go to the butcher to get some meat. I have him cubed just the way I like it and then I go over to – and I get my vegetables from the farmer's market. Yeah, that you, guy eats amazing. That guy – yeah. that, that said, I've – 
had friends like that and eaten meals with people like that, and it is amazing. Oh, yeah. I just go to Ralph's and get everything. When you said go to the butcher right now, it sounded like code for going to the bathroom. Hey, I got to go, go to the, the butcher. butcher. No, Helen, I can fill. If you got to go to the butcher for three and a half minutes. Yeah, it's no problem. <laughs> yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. No, we're I think I'll be all right. We'll do an offshoot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't want I don't want Eric just uh, sticking spoons in the fondue while I'm in the, uh, in the bathroom. That's why I'm here, friend. Yeah. We really should have fondue in front of us right now. Yeah, I know. That would be really uh, nice. I think though, I know you, you, you come out hot with an early lead, uh, or an early front runner. Sure. And that's, but I think that cheese is going to be the one to beat because first of all, when I think of fondue, I think of cheese fondue. Sure. That's the one that pops into my head. Like that's when you think fondue. I don't know if most people do, but like the idea of fondue is like, oh yeah, hot cheese in a thing with the, in the dunk bread in it. The bread now yeah. or cauliflower. And also, Going to the melting pot or any other fondue place. <laughs> this just keeps coming back to a it, chain restaurant that doesn't yeah. even exist. But it, anymore. but it's kind of all of our experience with fondue is this. Yeah, there are almost more Trader Vic's left than there are melting pots oh at this God. point. Oh yeah, the, but there's, there's still one more in town, right? Yeah. Trader Vic's. We should is yeah, there? The Beverly Hilton or Beverly Hills. That yeah. one's still there. I thought it closed because I remember I when I remember you being somewhere. like. Upset when it closed. It's yeah. cool. You're like, oh, it's gone. Trader Vicks. That one's gone. No, I think there's another one, another Trader Vicks still. All right, right we're on. going. We'll go to Trader Vicks. Yeah. Trader Vicks, what drink did they invent? Mai the, Mai, tai. the Mai Tai. But that, but that is the version of fondue that I think of. And also, um, the meat fondue course in a restaurant. Mm. I'll just, I'll just say in a restaurant. Sure. There's something weirdly kind of gross about sitting with your friends or your prom dates and enjoying a meal and there's just, raw chicken on your table and they're like you guys figure it out hope you don't get salmonella like oh and they do chicken yeah beef yeah. chicken shrimp it's oh all- god so there's but you're supposed to take p- it and put it in right away it's not like just take you know we're gonna put this out on the table you, and then over the next 45 minutes you cook it no now, but you-, you have to do that because that you only much. have so many forks like yeah. i got two fondue forks they each have a piece of uh be- one beef one shrimp on it and I'm just – I got to wait till those are cooked before I can put the chicken ones in. You get well, bored. Especially if you're hot. drinking at this meal, just give me some vegetables and I'll put yeah. those in the hot oil. Yeah. I think you're risking death. Yeah. the That's – that. I mean you want to talk about like uh, – the, they can't make that idiot proof Not in a restaurant chicken. In a restaurant your setting. Chicken. You just blew my mind. I was sure it was steak. Oh, it is steak, but it's it is also generally chicken, steak. I think I have that. I do remember them telling us. I like steak and they were like, though. uh, when you put the chicken in, leave it in for longer. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like you have to get a culinary lesson from your server at a fondue place. I mean, it's you're terrifying. already, like, you're already a certain intelligence level if you're like, I, you know what I want to do? I want to go out, but I mm. still want to have to cook my own food. Yeah. Yeah. And especially chicken. Like, I don't want to risk my life. I remember I had a real disappointing experience where we went to this pop up. That was like stoner cooking, mm-hmm. but it was supposed to be incredible. Like, like like food with cannabis in it or like, ma- hey, we put a s'more inside a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Stoner aesthetic and like they're stoners and they okay. want you to go there and smoke and like it was at a cool pop-up place downtown. Okay. Get the chicken and it's raw in the middle. No. And I'm like, you can't – you've you just done the greatest disservice yeah, guys. to marijuana because <laughs> if you're going to have a stoner cooking night – You better know how to cook. You can't have raw chicken. Mm-hmm. You just you set everything back years. It, it, maybe it will never recover yeah. from it. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're saying right now, cheese is is, is going to be the one to beat. Yeah. There's only I, one other to discuss. Why don't we take a break? Okay. Because it's getting heated. Yeah. Like a fondue. That's right. Yeah. Let's put your chicken in there, and while it's cooking, yeah. I don't think it's going to cook in the time that we uh, talk won't. about these uh, these just other don't fantastic shows on the Maximum Fun Network. Just don't need it. Oh, I don't know. Let's try though. All right, we'll be back. 
Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and like many of you, brand new sentient robots excluded, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were, too, including folks like comedian Danielle Radford. And of course, all of us, you, you take on that theater accent, and our teacher would say, no, that isn't how people talk. Right. Don't do the super theater kid accent. It's the worst. But so when I was doing theater in high school, of course, I immediately was talking about being in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) So join me every week on the JV Club podcast, where I speak with my favorite women artists, innovators, and humans as we reminisce about the past and how it led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion! We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast, oh yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, woke discussions, man, and jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices, myself excluded. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Saturdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. And we're back. <laughs> oh, I got you while you're you drinking water. I took a sip of water. Amazing. Oh, my God. So I good. saw a real spit take the other day. You did? Where? I've never seen an actual spit take before. We were recording an episode of Alchemy This, and Kevin goes to take a sip of his drink Right as Vanessa said something hilarious, and he full on did a like spray the engineer no spit take. Uh, <laughs> like like it was, and then we all just had to stop and just laugh at the fact that we literally just witnessed an actual spit take. Wow, yeah, I was so excited. Anyway, sorry. Enough uh, about we, spit take. Can takes. we briefly just talk about how cool it is that when I met you, one of your favorite actors, you would talk about repeatedly was Kevin Pollack. That's true. And now you get to do an improv podcast. Now I get to do an yeah. improvised podcast with him frequently. And uh yeah, he's uh the first time I ever worked with him was on Life with Bonnie. And I had told Bonnie the same thing because we had had lunch and I, she was sort of mentoring me when I first moved to L.A. She asked me who my favorite actors were. Uh, and like who's because I was, you know, 21. I'm just out of school. And she's like, who would you like to have a career like? And I gave her my list of people that I liked their careers. And I thought I could, you know, aim in that direction. Kevin Pollack was on that list. And then we were doing an episode and the cast list pops up on the, the first page of the, the thing. And I come in to shoot the next day. And I uh, and I went, Bonnie's like, hey, how are you? And I went, I'm super nervous right now. And she went, you're nervous. Why are you? Oh, my God. Kevin was on your list. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then he was very kind. And uh, I'm happy to call him a friend. But uh, yeah. But he's also the person I got to watch do a spit take, which was pretty. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's the best guy. And his book is also incredible. Yeah. How I slept my way to the middle. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. But we're not here to talk about Kevin Pollack. Usually I do that at the beginning of the show. I know. I know. Now I'm doing it now. We're here to talk about fondue. Um, we've eliminated the, there's raw chicken on your table. Yeah. Meat fondue is meat gone. fondue. Don't you feel like any meal is a path to dessert? <laughs> <laughs> if you're at like a good restaurant, if I go to a restaurant, even if they have the best food in the world and I'm disappointed by their dessert menu, I don't, I like the, the restaurant a lot less. Like it's not even a small amount I'm docking them. It's a lot. Here's the thing. Do you know how often I order dessert though? Not Pro- enough. Maybe monthly. Maybe bi monthly. Oh my god! I wish I'll order. I'll order dessert like probably ten times a year. 
Yeah, I wish uh, I, I wish I could relate to that. But I also have spent a lot of time like getting brainwashed, not brainwashed, but ingrained into me that just avoid sugar, avoid sugar, avoid sugar, avoid sure. sugar. So that's a whole course that I can just be like, nope. I'm on a diet and I have dessert 52 times a year. <laughs> I can tell you because it happens once a week and it's epic. It's yeah. a day. Oh, yeah. of- well, that's different because for you, you've got this diet that specifically – it specifies, encourages. it encourages you to yeah. order dessert. Sure. I'll wake and bake with some peanut M&Ms at a uh, dark chocolate and Kit Kat. A friend. Oh, amazing. And then then go to Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows in a mixing bowl. I'm sorry. There's a Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows? Yeah. Because the Fruity yeah. Pebbles themselves weren't sweet enough. That's right. Wake Fruity up, Pebbles. Mark. Fruity Pebbles are a topping at Yogurt Land. Wake up. They're, uh, they're not, not, not anymore. They should uh, get rid of it. Now I just want fruity pebbles. I know. Yeah. I just want yogurt land. Okay, so let me let me throw it down then. Do it. I'm a huge dessert guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mud pie, ice cream. I mean, I'm I'm obsessed with desserts. I love it. Not once have I ever craved or really thought about a chocolate fondue. And I'm a man that loves dessert, hmm. loves indulgent dessert, loves chocolate. Is that because it's associated with like that it, like it would be the equivalent of as your drink ordering a punch bowl. You know what I mean? Like it's associated with with well with being like a large communal. Yeah. I associate thing. it with somebody that has paid too much money to rent a house for a wedding, <laughs> that is putting out all these accoutrements to try to really nail the wedding. Yeah, but she's crying upstairs, and there's usually chocolate fondue nearby <laughs> that you're just waiting next to that until she comes down. Every time it's kind of underwhelming. And somehow that you're like, I'm eating a big <laughs> strawberry that like isn't ripe. Yeah. And I'm like trying to beat the system and like wedge an almond in. But the chocolate, you feel like it's almost more for display or for the dad to be like, hey, I boned out for the fondue machine, didn't I? Yeah. Like it's going to get is, brought up three years later hang, in a fight. Hang on a second. About this <laughs> yeah. wedding. I want to I wanna ask you. At the fondue fountain. What exactly? I got the fondue fountain, <laughs> Trina. Didn't I? Didn't everybody love that fountain? Except for that one guy who was putting almonds in it. Yeah. That dick. Uh, let me ask you this, Eric. How is uh, putting an almond in the fondue beating the system? Well, because it's better than a strawberry. And, like, if they have mixed nuts there, I'll do that with other fondue things. Or you even find maybe even a, a biscuit or a piece of bread that works with the fondue. Will yeah. you find – Will you? F- so there's the things that are around the chocolate fondue fountain. Yeah. Will you go to other tables and bring items from the other buffet tables to the fondue fountain? Yeah, I'm not an animal. I'm, I'm there to improvise. No, I like, feel you. I, I like that's a good move. I'm no, thinking. I, I'm like that's a legit I'm, move. I'm, every meal for me, especially having dietary restrictions, is an improvisation. The other and thing you can I'm, kind of do a, a bunch of desserts. You like, can throw down, but the other thing I'm a vegan can say, throw down in dessert. When have you ever gotten a chocolate fondue that was like amazing chocolate? It's normally like I think they have to do something to it. Here's something like emulsifiers re- or yeah, something. Yeah, here's something to research, Junior. Mm. Looks at look at what it takes <laughs> to make a fondue. I bet there's some shit in there that keeps it from being a premium, premium chocolate. Are you it, talking to me? Are you calling me, Junior? You're talking about yeah, chip, chip you, fondue, Junior. Well, normally, you're researching this stuff, but I bet there's something they have to do to make a fondue at at a shitty wedding. To keep it going <laughs> that takes away from the general flavor. Because I love chocolate. Yeah. I love melted chocolate. I'll have a melted chocolate bar and kind of view it like a fondue. 
Like it's been just like setup. on your dashboard. <laughs> kind of. I'm like, I don't want to waste it. The elements just change, but it's still a great quality so dark chocolate. You yeah. hit that Arby's drive through, get a beef get and that, cheddar, and get that dunk it in the spoon chocolate, and you just eat it. The, but, ch- the chocolate will only melt if Celebration by Cool and the Gang is playing. <laughs> That's it, man. It's it's a small weird rule. Did I tell you my brother called me one day just to tell me that he'd figured out what his favorite genre of music was? And I said, "What?" And he said, "Wedding." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. a re- he's a real uh, real auditory populist. That guy. That's perfect. <laughs> but like, have you ever had an incredible chocolate fondue? I um, went to, I went to your what, what was it? What's it called? The fondue chain that sadly the melting pot. pot. Melting pot's chocolate fondue was not incredible. I you know what? Honestly, I don't because I've had since then. Like that doesn't feel like a fondue experience. You know what I mean? The fondue experience to me is. Um, you know, the melting, I guess the melting pot version was this, where it's like in a, in the pot being heated on the table with the chocolate. I feel like the chocolate fountain has become the new chocolate fondue. You know what I mean? So much because. And that, but that feels like what we've been talking about is. Like a pot, you can dunk it in, right? And mm -hmm. you get 360 coverage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I get a piece of sponge cake on like a fork or whatever. Oh God. Then I gotta, I have to spin it and then do this. It's getting on your hands. Probably. Yeah. Sponge cake. It's, it's bad. Yeah, the sponge cake is terrible. No, the it's, oh, guys, stuff, right? why are you, we all of a sudden going after? Why is the sponge the, cake got to be bad? The rice crispy treats. Okay, there. All right, right, I stand very correct. That I'll say. A, I'll say this. Good, good one to put in there. All right. No, you're right. Chocolate covered rice. That ain't nothing but a delicious. good time. You're right. Um, and pretzel what rod would also be great. Pretzel rod, the what best are pretzel some other shape. Things before you. Before, oh yeah. What are some other things that would be great for? To put on a chocolate fondue. Yeah. Well, ice cream. Yep. You do ice cream. You just you hold your ice cream fondue. cone underneath it. Yeah, yeah. And if anybody judges, you're like, what? I'm married. Uh, I, somebody's <laughs> yeah. allowed this behavior and chooses to. They've signed a legally binding contract and I'm putting chocolate fondue on my ice cream. Yeah. I don't uh, have, I have to win nobody over. No one. It's nobody, over. It's, it's done, over. Yeah. You're lucky I'm not in sweats. <laughs> like I'm doing ice cream, chocolate fondue, nuts. Uh, Wait, we're not, but we're talking, but we're talking. I'll do a cup of raisins if I can eat them with a spoon. Are we talking fountain or are we talking dunkable? Fountain. We're talking fountain. Fountain Because if you have to deal with that dumb fountain that gets you dirty. You uh-huh. never get enough of it. Man, what? All just give me a hate give for me the a chocolate fondue glass. fountain, that man. That, you know what? Trina's dad is just trying to throw a nice party for everybody. He's no. checking boxes. Yeah. You think man. he's he checking boxes? to show off how much money he oh, has. Oh, it's this gross. This is not about yeah. his daughter. Half the people he invited are business what if, associates. But that's Tr- it. She doesn't it's know gross. who they Trina's are. the one that asked for the fondue. She asked for the chocolate yeah, fondue. Yeah, and that's the one thing he's giving her. You know he won't do a dance with her? He refuses. He won't do the dance? No. No He just says, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Enjoy the fountain. That's all he says. Wow. Whatever, whatever you ask him all day long, he's just sending you to the fountain. It's a distraction. The, the, these, yeah. these business associate tables, did she did, did her dad put them in the front or in the back, though? Oh, they're right next to the what? bride and groom table. Yeah, and what? far away from the fountain. Yeah. The wedding part. Wait, what they put, they put the like the college friends at a back table? They're supposed to be right up in front. Yeah, there's no room for them, unfortunately. Yeah. <sighs> is the fountain in the, is the chocolate fondue fountain at least in the back? It's in the middle. There's no dance floor. <laughs> Gigantic. <laughs> um, you know some kids that his hands in there. Oh, like, for sure. He's got dude, like the for like, sure he's gonna. in there. No, which we would do. That's oh, yeah. that's uh by the way, that is a, a my rule of thumb at yogurt land or any place like that. Yeah, don't yeah. put my that's my rule of thumb. Get your thumb out of that, yeah. kid. Nothing off the front row. 
Nothing off the front row of toppings. Oh, that's because, so smart. Because that's, oh, that's the row that good. that's the row that tiny hands. Is that how I got conjunctivitis left? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing. No. On, nothing. Now I, you'll get TB tomorrow. Oh no, <laughs> Chris Christopherson's here. How <laughs> lovely was a bright shining star? Hey, Christopherson. The front row of the yogurt land on Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, just because I feel like I need to play slight. Devil's advocate in, uh-huh. to give some positive element to the chocolate fondue. I will say that has the best variety of things that get dunked into it. For sure. Because the bread, sometimes apples, is the cheese fondue. Mm-hmm. You can do like a carrot vegetable. You could do, ve- you could do veggies. You could, it's not as I common, guess. I guess yeah. but. I've gotten too many fondues with vegetables. Really? Yeah, I've got the last fondue I ordered was a ton of vegetables and I was not pleased. And I, and I asked for more bread. Right. And I ate the vegetables yeah. without the fondue. Yeah, what are you paying for the you paying for the bread by the gram? What's but going I didn't on here? Come yeah. You can't. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's bread. They make more. Yeah. And then and then the meat fondue course is just a bunch of salmonella on your table. Mm-hmm. But the 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 <laughs> dessert fondue course comes out. Aside from the chocolate, you do have a good variety of things that aren't going to you know further decompose on the table. You've got. Your tiny rice crispy squares, your mm-hmm. tiny pound cake squares, lots of different good fruits Brownies. for it. Little oh, brownies. Wow. That brownies. That's that's the indulgent that's one. That's some next level. Little stuff brownie right bites. Man, the ice cream. I mean, that's yeah. ice cream. You asked before what I would dunk my, today in a fondue hand. fountain. Yeah. yeah, a giant piece of birthday cake. Oh no, the wedding cake. Sure. Just take your walk your piece of wedding cake over. Just slide it under the fondue fountain for a second. Our friend is smart. Yeah. <laughs> That's really super. It smart. gets yeah, poured down no, on like a car wash. You yeah. can't f- with that. <laughs> oh, I like that. You know what else I like? A banana. A bana- banana's a banana great. Oh, cut yeah. up, banana. cut up little bits of banana. Little bits of banana. But I'm not ever going to grab the banana if there's a rice krispie no. treat or, or medium pound cake there. What if, what if you grab a, a banana a banana dog? Is that what it is? That maybe, would you yeah, dunk a banana? Would you dunk a whole banana, banana dog in chocolate fondue? If it had some bana- some peanut butter, yeah, yeah, sure, That's a, man. That is. Imagine a chocolate peanut butter fondue. Yes. I bet, and I bet one of your magical listeners will tell us someone out there that does an incredible chocolate fondue. Yeah, that and also it. how you would do a chocolate peanut butter fondue because if they're putting something in melted chocolate to make it meltier, imagine what they have to put into peanut butter to make it there, meltier. There are peanut butter sauces, thinner yeah, peanut butter sauces, like you would have on a Sunday. No, I, I guess I that's true. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. You're it's right. Beautiful. Yeah, the chocolate's a ganache. I'm just thinking of. I'm just thinking of. Uh, you know, Jif peanut butter, where you can draw a little heart in the uh, right when you take the cap off, like those old commercials, because it's yeah. so stiff. Oh yeah. You just right. throw the whole jar in there. What was your peanut butter as a kid, by the way? Uh, my parents got Adams because we weren't allowed to get Jif. My, my was that like the natural one or something? Yeah, they're on early Crusading sugar. So my mom would also oh. put uh, wheat germ in my SpaghettiOs. No. Right in line with banana dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wheat germ in the SpaghettiOs. Wheat germ in my SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Marianne, I come know, on. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> she did the best she could. She's, You know what? She's a lovely lady. Lovely. She really tried. She yeah. did the best she could. Um, <laughs> Mine was Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Peter Pan is uh, a great it's one. So good. Yeah. Yeah. There was Superman peanut butter when we were kids. Do you remember that? Oh, sure. What is up with Peter Peter Pan peanut butter? Superman peanut butter? Donald Duck orange juice? Yeah, well, was a great, great orange juice. By the way, oh, do they still yeah. make that? Yeah, they do. I think they do. Donald Duck orange juice is weirdly good for being Donald Duck brand orange juice. Yeah, yeah. Like, Skippy's clearly. great. Jif is great. Yes. Even Skippy now, if I'm like on a gig and trying to save money, and I'm like in a hotel. 
Go to CVS, get a cheap loaf of bread, yeah. peanut butter. I'll have it in my room like a crazy person. Yeah, that's not crazy at all, man. No, I'll yeah, do that. I love it. I love it. When I, like, I was uh, uh, when I was doing the the show, the dance show at Universal, all of the like super fit dancers to a person, they all had a jar of peanut butter in their backpack. No, oh, really? it's easy. It's like quick protein. It's quick protein. It's no sh- and they would have the like no sugar. Yeah, low sugar, low carb, yeah. quick protein, and it fills you up fast and gives you energy. That's amazing. Yeah. Every morning for breakfast, I scramble some eggs. I eat that. And then afterwards, I get Trader Joe's organic creamy peanut butter, and I take a tablespoon and I dip it in, eat it. Oh, it's great! Water done, and it's great. Fills you up, gives you energy. I get this ridiculous peanut butter flown in from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's called North Shore from Goodies, from- oh. and it's peanut. The only two ingredients are peanuts and coconut. Yeah, Ooh. and this is the great- coconut, coconut, or coconut oil and peanuts. Just coconuts. Peanuts and coconuts, and somehow they magically blend it. But it's this creamy peanut butter. And I don't know if you ever like do peanut butter and butter where it gets that creaminess. Mm. This kind of tastes like it. Wait, you mix peanut butter and And butter butter? butter? Yeah, my dad would do that. You slather butter on it. So it was not just it it was not just your mom. No, no, no. Yeah, Yeah. your dad made some pretty unique culinary choices as well. These people find each other. Is this much (laughs) like the banana dog? You just now finding out that peanut butter and butter is not usually a thing? Maybe kind of. Like halfway through the anecdote, I saw no recognition. I'm like, because I will admit, I still like it, and that's why I like this Hawaii peanut butter. It tastes oh, like so it. So good. Oh god. Oh yeah. So North Shore goodies. All I'm right. a little reticent to, to give it out there, but if you want the best peanut butter in your life, this stuff is crazy, and it's just chocolate, or it's just yeah. coconuts and peanuts. Can I can I do this again? But we're not here to talk about peanut butter. Sure. We're here to talk about fondue, guys. It feels like we have our winner. Yeah. Yeah. We know, like. It's all delicious. I like, I do enjoy all of it. I'm making fun of the salmonella on the table, but I actually do enjoy doing that. It's a fun event thing. And, but there are flaws in two of the three courses, mm-hmm. both versions of the entree and the dessert. Clearly, you guys really hate chocolate fondue. Well, we're just sad for Trina. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. so, I feel so bad for her. It was supposed her. to be the happiest day of her life. I didn't know any of this. I mean, at least her dress was beautiful. Nah. Her husband wouldn't even look. What? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Not at first. No. It's just a shame. And then, you know what happened? Cause it's so exhausting with the chocolate fondue. Mm-hmm. It was so exhausting for him yeah. that he just, I, he was happy, but just didn't have anything left. So they had their moment alone afterwards. When they're, before they go take pictures. Are you talking about this with her dad or with her, no, uh, her new husband? No, her husband, Charlie. And then she she goes like, how do I look? And he's like, he looks and he goes, oh, you look good. Who wants to hear that? That was no, it? That's it. Who wants to hear that's that? That's it. Oh, just a pithy little. Well, I hear more than that. No. I will say this. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was very sweet of the three of us. To chip in together and get her that cheese fondue set yes. as a yes. gift because yes, because I mean it's pretty obvious that as fondues go, cheese is the best. People of the world, you heard it. Why do you want to break Trina's heart? You don't. That's You're it. good people. So, do we have? Does this team have a good fondue to recommend? Yeah, restaurant. Oh, restaurant. Oh yeah, no. the melting pot. If you <laughs> see if you can find the last one, it's hidden somewhere. You're gonna need a Sherpa to guide you oh, yeah. through the mountains to find it. But once you do, it's really great. And then you can go to prom afterwards oh. with your cheese fondue, best fondue type asked and answered. There is a place Let's at the it. at the Grove. There is in a place. Los Angeles. I think it's called Mama San. Mm-hmm. It's whatever it is. It's the French store mm. that sells cheese and wine in there. They do a fondue there. 
there. So they so they like sell the stuff, but they also have like a counter where you can order it to eat. And there. you order this fondue, and they literally just start melting the cheese, Ooh. and they like melt. Oh, it's in the back corner, isn't it, friend? <laughs> like I'm. This is the face right now of a man who's not allowed to eat dairy anymore. But like I dream of this. It's yeah. the greatest fondue I've ever had. Whatever wine they have is perfect. And like if anybody's looking for a great cheese fondue, go to the farmers market in Los Angeles. And I mean. Will you guys please go next week? Jeremy? I will yeah. absolutely go next I'm week. Into it's it. so good, guys. Uh, you know where else I could go next week? The 27 miles from here to Thousand Oaks to go to one of the few remaining melting pots. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. That that wouldn't be a bad time. No. Are no, you kidding? melting pot would not be a bad time. Guys, let's go to the melting pot. Go to the melting in. pot. That's right. it. Awesome. We're sorry you can't join us, but we do appreciate your topics. This one has been settled, but there are more out there. So where do they go, Mark? They go now to – uh, <laughs> they can go to Twitter and reach out to us that way at we got this tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group. Share all your favorite melting pot memories <laughs> and we'll form a melting it's pot so of happiness. We both went to the prom. That got away from yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, was the prom also at the melting pot? Yeah. It was in the melting pot. Was, you got it. You know what's weird though? Hmm. We didn't have a dance floor, just a chocolate fondue fountain out in the middle. Oh, Trina's dad must have catered. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you to producer Ken Bloom, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. I just want to have a melt with you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to Eric Edelstein. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Anything you want to plug, brother? Just uh, we got this podcast with my <laughs> friends, Mark and Hal. It's the only reason I asked because I knew that's what you were going to plug. Enjoy it. Have fun. And then go melt in pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. And don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.